0: I cannot imagine 50 years from now because it's just progressing a lot faster. Like we'll be the real demos with (laughs) technology. You'd be like, Hey, where can I get some
1: food? And everybody's like food. (laughs) Like, where's this guy been for the last (laughs) 50 years? the long con season two we're back after a long break it is good to be back in the long con studios and susa how are you doing today
0: i am doing very very good it's been an awesome saturday um going to it a little bit later but for right now i can say it's been a beautiful saturday there's been a flood here in bloomington i don't know if yeah
1: yeah i'm so i'm not in bloomington anymore last time i was putting out podcasts i was right. based out of bloomington long con studios we've upgraded <laughs> we're in nashville tennessee now that's right that's um right. but yeah i was seeing i was seeing videos on twitter of kirkwood flooded mm-hmm. last night mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was meaning to ask people in Bloomington. Uh, did you? Was it bad anywhere outside
0: of like the Kirkwood area? Uh, yeah, it seemed pretty bad. I saw a, I saw a picture of um, what's that pizza place? Goodfellas. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and it was a picture from inside the uh, the restaurant. Oh, you we were taking yeah. a picture of the door. Have you seen that one? I saw that. And the water is coming like halfway up the door. Yeah,
1: that looked <laughs> almost waist high on the <laughs> and then it did. The people inside, just like looking out at it, like you're just you're just stuck there all night, right? Yeah, there's just a the guy mopping, like
0: you know, no big deal, just mopping up some of the water, leaking it.
1: And then the the videos <laughs> from Kilroy's uh, the yes. bar there on Kirkwood where people are just like wading through the water inside right. Kilroy's yeah and then that car there was
0: a car that like mm-hmm. washed up onto one of the barriers yep mm-hmm. yeah it was a. Uh, it was the most action i've gotten in terms of news uh on a saturday so this is this has been very riveting mm-hmm. i was on there's a facebook group called bloomington what's going on have you heard of this facebook group no it's basically a facebook of it's like people who don't want to get on reddit They'll just go on into this group, and then you know they'll talk shit, or they'll just um, you know just whatever. All the gossip yeah. goes yeah, into this yeah. one, you know what's going on. And so there's a comment about the floods, and it was from a resident of where I currently live. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I guess I won't name the place that I'm living because uh, this is live. But you know I don't you know where I live. We're on top uh-huh. of the hill, <laughs> and so I was not concerned. But this, pers- this person like commented and said, hey, guys, like I'm on top of a hill, but I don't know how bad the flood is. Like, is it going to get to me, guys? Like, is it going to be bad? And everyone like, you know, laugh emoji to every you know, <laughs> his comment because he's on a hill. Everyone knows where we are. We're, we're on the pinnacle of you have the hey, high guys, ground. We're, we have the high ground. So, <laughs> he just wanted a little attention, I think. Yeah, I saw uh, somebody said,
1: well, at least all the cicadas will be gone
0: yes i saw i got i got out
1: before the worst of the cicadas but i definitely i saw a lot of cicada action
0: before i got out of bloomington yes i know i know are there cicadas down there
1: no no we don't have cicadas every every now and then i think i like hear the noise and i like my Mm head will whip around and like you can see my eyes glaze over like i'm having cicada flashbacks yeah (laughs) because they were so bad at my apartment before i moved out oh i bet they were bad here as well yeah I and bet. they've all
0: been they've all been washed away <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay well that's good that's good The cicada... yeah I knew I was leaving just just the, the... yeah you know between tornado I, I saw someone that said for yesterday in Bloomington they're like yeah we were told to seek shelter and then like seek higher ground like within two <laughs> hours <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah there's a tornado and then they're like yeah your your basement's gonna flood. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so find a happy
1: medium there. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I'm in I'm in Nashville, Tennessee now. Uh a lot's changed since I was last on a podcast. I guess I'm engaged now, and you gotta you gotta update the audience. You gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so Elizabeth and I are engaged. Uh, We we were already planning to move to Nashville for Elizabeth's new job. So I think we discussed that on the podcast. I had Elizabeth on the podcast. Mm. um and then i am not teaching anymore so i'm not at my school i'm a i'm a full-time podcaster is what what i'm saying now for the time being as far as as my day-to-day is concerned i'm a full-time podcaster until i get some other work and the long con studios moved down to nashville tennessee the south i live in the south i didn't know tennessee was like technically the south you're a southern boy, uh, I guess. Every, what I'm telling everybody, the first thing that kind of struck me here was armadillos. There's armadillos here. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. we. That's what I heard. Uh huh. I have not seen a live armadillo yet. Unfortunately, yes. they are only run over on the side of the road. That's the sad part. But remind
0: me, are they kind of like the rolly polies? Right? They have like they're yeah. like bigger roly polies. Right? Yeah, they've got the shell.
1: They look yeah. they look like possums in terms of what mm-hmm. we're used to in the Midwest. Yeah. I guess their closest relatives are sloths and anteaters when I was looking them up. So yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. Did, so I don't really know. How did they sloths, get how right. do they get to the Americas? I don't know. I don't really know sloths or anteaters, but also looking them up, their biggest natural predator is humans. Nothing can kill them. They're indestructible. Well, I bet. And it's just humans that run over them with their car, is the only thing killing them. And they yeah. have like, they they give birth to like two new ones a year. All of them do, and they live I don't know like a dozen years or so. Is two so, like the magic
0: number that you found? Like they don't they can't give birth to more.
1: No, that's what they they said. They said all the female possums have or not possums. I'm still they they're like armored possums in my brain. Uh, wow. All the armadillos have they have a set of twenty or no? It might have been more. <gasps> it was quadruplets. They have quadruplets every March. So every March, the females have quadruplets and they do that starting when they're one year old and they can live up to like 12 years or something. Whoa. There's so a, let's there's see, that's probably. like 12 years of quadruplets every year in March. Uh, Elizabeth was excited that they're all Pisces. Elizabeth is a Pisces and loves yes. the, the stars and all that. So yeah. uh, they are all Pisces like
0: Elizabeth.
1: wow yeah so i live in the south everybody here is very nice i think it's a bit of a conspiracy because living in the midwest you see all the headlines about people that live in the south and they're all insane Mm. and we get down here and i think it's a conspiracy to keep everybody out because everybody here is super nice Mm. and no one seems crazy i think they're just putting out crazy news stories to Try to not like overpopulate the South when people find out how
0: awesome it is. Interesting. Do you think it has uh, anything to do with the fact that maybe people in the South are nicer to white people? Maybe <laughs> people are just nice to me. I don't know. <laughs> it could be that. No, no, no. It's. I mean, yes, partially. I remember the first time. I mean, Bloomington isn't in the South, but I remember the first time my family and I visited Bloomington, and we got lost and you know, we were stopped and we were looking, you know, my dad doesn't use a phone. And so he always looks at maps mm-hmm. and this nice guy rolls in with the truck and he was offering help right away. And that was our first Indiana experience. And so that's nice, a very pleasant, you know, a very pleasant, you know? Yeah. I yeah. guess Indiana Midwest hospitality. Mm-hmm. Right
1: there. They yeah. say like the saying is Southern hospitality, but I definitely, you know, there's some of that in the Midwest as well. Absolutely. Uh, when I started, the idea the brain thought for mm-hmm. a podcast among other creative ideas susan you were there for all of these for people that don't know us, us. we lived together for two years in. uh oh well, yeah well we'll name drop because it's oh yeah r.i.p well it's
0: actually it's it's gonna be
1: <laughs> they're tearing it
0: down so we can name drop
1: the arch bloomington we lived in the arch bloomington uh the arch significant for many reasons, you're from mm-hmm. St. Louis of the famous Arch and That's Elizabeth lived in St. Louis for two years. So yeah, we yeah. both have Arch connections, lived in the Arch Flemington. Bloomington uh, and all of these creative ideas. You were, I don't, I don't know if involved is the right word, but like we enjoyed all of these ideas together, yes. no matter how much effort we actually put into
0: these. <laughs> <laughs> More or less ideas were thrown out into the air, into the cloud so to speak, it's glad and never never really coalesced <laughs> into anything which might say a lot about who we are but hey you're doing it now you're but doing we're your-
1: on we're on a podcast right now and that was one of the early ideas was a podcast picturing picturing the podcast in its earliest form i had this idea for a podcast where it's me and you and we go through kind of teacher stories our teacher stories yes. other teacher stories uh obviously a lot's changed now because i'm not a teacher anymore and i i i don't know if i'm going to be a teacher in the next year or in the next couple of years we'll see uh but yeah that was the idea was we were going to do teacher stories and it's such a fun idea uh kind nice. of the big issues with the idea are that the like allergies. you really can't you really can't <laughs> do like kid
0: stories on <laughs> on the podcast <plug. laughs> And that's the bulk of the stories that we would have right without the kids we'd be nothing
1: yeah and a lot of a lot of the stories are you know man there is really a podcast to be done about wild stuff that happens in the classroom and maybe now that i'm maybe now that i'm away from it uh i could start to do that and just who cares what you know who i'm who i'm upsetting with what i do but i'm i don't think i'm gonna do that yeah But yeah, you're really able to do
0: it. You know, we would have to change our voices, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Blur blur us down like robot voice. That's right. Give me, give me like the real deep voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. And Um, so then the podcast evolved into this, which is essentially, there is no theme or direction. It's me catching up with friends. And we talk about whatever I feel like talking about. And I often cater that to uh the co-host for the day yes so Susup for today we're gonna hit um alien stories i said alien stories we'll come back to alien stories first thing we're gonna do is i say a lot of times new guests we need to get to know you we'll do a little either or uh some either ors just to get a little insight uh inside your brain let's see what susan thinks about some of these things so let me find some of my either ors here Okay. Uh, I don't know if we're going to go through all of these. Let's see. All right, Susa. We're going to play to your strengths here. Okay. First one right off the bat. Would you rather get uglier or dumber? <laughs> <laughs> your strengths I mean, mean that you're incredibly good-looking and very smart. At least these are how I see you.
0: Thanks. Um, would I rather be uglier or a lot dumber? <laughs> well, I guess there's no loss in turn getting me uglier because I'm already married. And so no one else to. <laughs> and so I would probably keep some of the intellect I have and get a little bit dumber. I mean, is this dumber like all the way? Like, just like, yeah. It just said yeah. uglier or dumber. Let's just go dumber. Yeah, let's go dumber. <laughs> or no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, let's yeah, go yeah, uglier. Yeah. Let's yeah, go yeah, uglier. uglier. Uglier.
1: That's That's what you mean. That's right. Uglier or dumber. You're going uglier. My wife loves me for who I am on the inside. This is That's true. good. That's beautiful. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're you. You have maxed out your good looks. You know, what else is that going to get you in life at this point? Absolutely nothing. Um. <laughs> 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 uh. What do, what do I think I want? I like to play along, too. I can play along, too. Yeah. Uglier or dumber. Um, hmm. I think I have to say uglier as well Mm. because again I don't I don't know maybe if I was uglier I would realize I don't know I don't think of myself as incredibly handsome maybe I'm more handsome than I think again southern hospitality maybe everybody's just nice to me because I'm cute I don't know I mean hey you definitely (laughs) got some cute southern charm you know okay i think we both we both just want to be uglier we're fine with being uglier i think i've done a similar i've done a similar either or with ethan before on an old episode really uh maybe i've
0: said similar things i don't know i think ethan Uh, ethan is so smart that he's one of those guys where he could say he would want to be dumber and that would not bring him down any dumber (laughs) ethan again (laughs) is very smart and very good looking i have a lot of very smart very good looking
1: friends i'm very lucky Hmm. okay okay suseps dumber check and check next what's next let's say would you rather travel 50 years into the past or 50 years into the future but not be able to come back to the present so you're stuck either 50 years in the past or 50
0: years in the future i guess 50 years in the past i wouldn't exist <laughs> so, so well, you're, tra- you're traveling there
1: this is true. Oh, I'm traveling. You think it's if you travel to the future, you could hang out with 50-year-old older you? This is true. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But if you to travel think. to the past, you can't
0: hang out with old you because you're not born yet. Yeah. I'd be able to hang out with present me in the past. I'd probably go, you know, I'd probably go 50 years into the future. I'd probably go yeah. 50. Years into the future. What do you expect to see 50 years in the future? I would love to see how my children are doing i'm hoping you know oh. hoping to children soon, and that's kind of uh kind of what i'm hoping to see although you know i i did read a while ago that every 50 to 60 years there's a major world war that happens like historically mm-hmm. 50 to 60 years things go down and so maybe i don't want to go but you know hopefully i you know i as you know, I'm I'm an optimist, and, and mm-hmm. so I I am uh, I am hoping and I am assuming that maybe in fifty years we will have humanity will we'll have figured itself out in terms mm-hmm. of world peace. I yeah I hope so. I, I feel like <laughs> civilization is progressing
1: to the point where we don't need war anymore. I'm hopeful that yeah. that will be our case in fifty years. Fifty yeah. years in the future sounds very nice. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's maybe the no-brainer. And again, you and I are optimists. Yeah, 50 years in the past, what was that, like 1970? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not much of a history guy, but I can't imagine 1970 is going to be any better than, what's 50 years in the future, 2070, 2071?
0: Yeah, I'll be 77. What's crazy is that, you know, the technological revolution, right? Mm-hmm. people 50 years ago who were alive maybe have asked the same question 50 years ago like mm. what would fifty years into the future look like and these people are you know if they were our age at the beginning they're probably in their 70s and they're probably having a really hard time keeping up with some of the technology that's developed today i cannot imagine 50 years from now because it's just progressing a lot faster like yeah we'll be the real demos with (laughs) technology you know know you're
1: being an old person in the 1970s and you're like how does it they didn't even i was trying to think like like a cd player not being able to work a cd player they didn't even have cd players in the 1970s did they you've got i don't know maybe cassette cassette Maybe in the 70s record pl- they're they've got record definitely. players i know they've got record players definitely record players yeah you're just <laughs> like okay well you're not really falling behind technologically because it's just record players are yeah. like the the hottest new technology that that the kids are using these days right and how fast it like i don't even i don't really even know how tiktok works and that's like that's like a I'm year not even a on TikTok. <laughs> yeah so yeah we're gonna we might be left especially if we zapped 50 years into the future boy would we be left behind everybody would be like you'd be like hey where can i get some food and everybody's like food like (laughs) where's this guy been for the last 50 years (laughs) you're not just did you not take your your your
0: daily food supplement this morning (laughs) Didn't you get the food vaccine where once you get the vaccine, you never didn't you get food? the food
1: vaccine that now you just get this shot and your body naturally produces all of the nutrients it needs? Yeah, 50 years, 50 years in the future would be crazy. But yeah, what have we got to lose going 50 years in the future? Yeah. Okay,
0: let's do some alien talk, Zeus up. Here we go. We're ready. Here I'm, we go. I'm, I'm nervous about these questions because I I really, you know, I feel like we have to tell them about the backstory, you know. I i mentioned it to you while we were we were doing frisbee golf and Mm. this is important yeah this is this is important i feel like i mentioned it and i was at the time i was very very excited about it um (laughs) i guess a little backstory i grew up one of my guilty pleasures growing up when i was sick i'd watch ancient aliens on Mm -hmm. the history channel it'd just be a funny show to like Uh unwind let loose and uh just laugh at all the hilariosity you know that's that ensues in these episodes and so anyway I mentioned it and um and I don't know I don't remember how you how you how you took it but (laughs) but I remember we didn't talk too much about it (laughs) so but here we are and I don't know I still don't know what to think and I don't know I'm very curious to see what you what research you've done Mm
1: -hmm. uh, yeah uh I don't I don't want to sound all like anti-vax like I've done my own research and all that but yeah. yeah I was certainly skeptical isn't the right word because I wasn't really even like interested or considering sure the possibility of aliens I thought yeah. the stories are interesting like when people yeah. come out with these stories I'm like no. that's interesting and I just kind of move on and kind of ignore it uh and yeah a lot of this alien talks been getting more hype and i got interested enough in the hype that i'm like yeah. okay you know what enough people are talking about this i want to know what's going on and that's a that's a lot of what we do on this show is kind of stories on the internet that fascinate me is kind of if there's a theme to this show it's stories on the internet that i find interesting and then right. we we look at those so yeah uh And I know you, I think you had brought this up. You might have been the one that brought this to my attention that the government is releasing or well declassifying a lot of UFO, I don't know, kind of their intel or the information they've gathered on some UFO interactions. Yeah. This is I think we said that's gonna be released. So this is Saturday, June 19th. We're recording this. Did we say Friday, June 25th is when they were scheduled to come out? Yep. Friday, June 25th. Which, fun fact, is uh, Elizabeth and I's negative one year anniversary. <laughs> 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 How does that work? <laughs> uh, we will be getting married on June 25th. Oh, Not that's this true. June 25th, that's right. Next <laughs> this June 25th, uh, which is probably also when this episode will come out. So this episode yes. probably comes out uh, we release on Fridays. So Friday, June 25th, this episode's out. It's Elizabeth and I's negative one year anniversary, and they are releasing the files on the aliens, the X-Files.
0: Wouldn't it be wild if we release the episode on the 25th, <laughs> you know, and they publicly announce the existence of aliens and, you know, these aliens are, you know, they're just broadcasting this podcast from their spaceships <laughs> and they're like, Hey, the long con predicted it we are
1: we are going to become champions for aliens here in the next however however long we record here here I've got an article we're just going to start with this article we'll go through this article I'll share my screen let me find my Ooh, article yes. here where is my article this article is titled what can we expect from the Pentagon's UFO report okay the
0: intelligencer very nice yes
1: this is from. It's a website. It, calls, it says "Intelligencer." It, Intelligencer. Am I saying that word right? That sounds wrong.
0: Um, you, are, you know, as a first grade teacher, I can tell you. Intelligencer. With, with can uh, first with graders, absolute. say
1: Intelligencer.
0: Um, they should be able to sound it out at the end of the at the end wow. of the year. Yeah, that's first right.
1: graders are maybe smarter than I thought. Uh, it looks like it's under. This is under the umbrella of like New York, kind of the New Yorker branding. Okay, uh, so so that's who this is from, I guess, for the audience, yeah, for the audience, yeah, yeah. Yes. The this is the sources we're citing our sources. We're scientific. We're yeah. doing we're doing our own research. <laughs> yeah, what can we expect from the Pentagon's UFO report? Uh, we'll just read from the top, and we'll stop. We'll stop whenever we want. So jump jump in whenever you've got something you want to you want to yeah, later on here. Absolutely. Uh, Okay, yeah, right off right off the bat. Where did this come from? This is from the coronavirus relief package, which is hilarious. I'll just just read instead of paraphrasing one of the many curiosities packed into the two point three billion omnibus spending and coronavirus relief package passed by Congress in December was a stipulation requiring the Department of Defense and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence to deliver an unclassified report on unidentified flying objects to Congress within six months compiling what the government knows about UFOs rocketing around American airspace.
0: Okay. Yeah, I I, uh, I read about this um, kind of this intro mm-hmm. I think back in January. I, I saw it was like I you know I am by no means a viewer of, of, of fringe news media but I'm I'm pretty sure it was it was one that might have been classified as maybe a fringe news media, but it, it kind of mentioned like, <laughs> hey, what's up with this weird uh weird uh kind of um uh-huh. aside in the uh the coronavirus rule mm-hmm. that Trump uh signed last December. And I think starting in January, that's where my interest started to peak a little bit. I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, I wonder why. It's uh, it's like they're sliding it under the table of this huge bill, you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this was I still don't
1: know what the motivation was or who wanted this out. Mm. Uh, It feels like something Trump probably wanted, Mm. but I don't know why. I don't know if maybe this is, Mm. I know there was a lot of interest in storming area 51 at one point in time. That's right. (laughs) And maybe, maybe this was, in reaction to Storm Area Fifty One, they're like, "Hey, we got to give people something, or they are going to bust down our government." They're going to
0: actually storm <laughs> Area Fifty One. They
1: can't stop all of us. That's right. Uh, you you signed up to for the event, right? The, they
0: can't. I, stop did. I did. sign up for the event. <laughs> One of many people who signed up. Yes. That didn't have the gall to actually go. <laughs> and travel. So- yeah, I think. <laughs> I think I think Trump did sign it, but I think who initiated it into the bill was actually a few of the senators, who uh, they were briefed, I think, on the existence of these unknown, you know, flying objects, and uh, yeah, they were like, "This is a, th- a threat to national security." So we gotta- yeah
1: yeah we're gonna see an- I think we're gonna see a name in this article. Uh, I oh sorry, John- I'm going ahead now. I'm going ahead. John, I think John Ratcliffe. Mm. Uh, is the name of the guy that's kind of the main, uh, the main proponent of this. All right, let's, yeah. let's keep reading. Let's see what, what's in ahead. here. Yep. That was a really long sentence, by the way. This might be above my reading level. I think, <laughs> I think I'm maybe I'm at like a first grade reading level. So stop yeah. me if you see anything a first grader can't. Do. That was a
0: really long sentence. Wow. <laughs> it might, it might be the font or the margins. Let's call, let's call it the margins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. The report which comes
1: after a slow four-year drip of reporting and government admissions on UFO sightings, could be delivered to Congress any day now. Regardless of what's in it, the release will be the most direct and substantive U.S. government account of what officials call Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, UAP, ever made public. Below is a guide for those who want to believe or at least understand what to expect from the Pentagon's unprecedented act of transparency. And then we we get into some, it's essentially frequently asked questions from here. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, anything in that paragraph we want to hit?
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I think, I mean, it has been, I didn't even know that there was a slow four-year drip of reporting yeah I got well, all of it like
1: <laughs> uh, yeah here's here's the big one i found and and maybe we'll we're gonna jump around a bit because we've got okay. multiple things here yeah uh, i do have another article pulled up that's oh, yeah. i guess the big one and kind of it's probably what's hyperlinked here Yeah, uh, under government admissions on ufo sightings is this guy or a team of of people that saw mm the quote tic-tac ufo this right. tic-tac ufo so maybe. let's hop let's hop oh. over to this story because these are very connected and mm. you know our Intelligencer article is telling us this is maybe coming off the feet of the tic-tac video yes
0: okay have, so you, now sees, have you seen the tic-tac video the, the
1: i you know i actually have not seen the tic-tac video oh i see even though I'm, I've done a lot of reading, and we're looking at the articles now. Have you seen the video?
0: Yeah, it's a very short. It's a very short one. Um, How's it look? Well, <laughs> I can't say it looks as convincing as the the pilots' testimonies, <laughs> but but you know, like yeah, we'll read the article. I, I'm very <laughs> in, I think this l- reading about and you know, I was listening to a podcast by Joe Rogan, as controversial mm-hmm. as Joe Rogan is. Um, one of the pilots was on the show with Joe Rogan. Yeah,
1: that that was a pilot with this team. That's gonna yeah. be that's in this article. Let's let's dive in. Let's dive in. Okay, let's dive in. Okay, so I'll I'll kind of summarize the beginning part, and then there's q and A Q&A with this guy that recorded the Tic Tac video. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of an intro here. This video was, was recorded in 2004, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it says. 2004 this is off the coast of san diego and this is like this is navy training this is like a this is a a military base and they're doing training here and somebody sees something something that they don't know why it's doing what it's doing and they can't really explain it they're like hey everybody keep your eyes peeled for this strange thing we've seen um And so this is off the coast of San Diego. Mm -hmm. They're saying they saw this thing at elevation of 28,000 feet, moving at about 138 miles per hour. They said it was too high to be birds, too slow to be any of their aircraft, um, and didn't seem to be following any established path that they knew of.
0: And -hmm. that was
1: the first guy that spotted it. And he's like, okay, keep an eye out for this thing. I saw this weird thing that's right um then other people are saying that they see this thing at first i guess it this is a quote exhibited ballistic missile characteristics so maybe this is a weapon of some sort that's Mm -hmm. what it most looks like flying through the sky um but it covered a wide range of space or altitudes, I guess they've got it anywhere from 60,000 feet to 50 feet above the Pacific Ocean at alarming speeds with no sonic booms. That's right. That's right. They don't know how to do that. But That's not technology we have. Uh, America. That's not technology that America has. Not not here in the U.S. of A. Not here no. in the great U.S. of A. We do not have anything that can do that. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Yeah, so they're they get a video of this thing david fravor is the name of the guy in charge of this team that's the guy that was on the joe rogan podcast yes um they yeah they i guess he saw it with his eyes he saw the tic-tac with his eyes the guy that filmed the video says he didn't see it with his eyes but he was busy filming the video so that's why he didn't see it with his eyes that's right uh and 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 you're looking at this article here let me know if you want me to scroll around if
0: oh no absolutely yeah and so they're on some sort of a a training mission and you know there was a the people in the air base were saying hey before you and they're talking to david fravor and his team they were Mm -hmm. like hey before you guys head out to train we just want you to know that that for the past few weeks there's been some unidentified phenomena happen
1: unidentified flying (laughs) tic-tacs flying tic-tacs happening
0: um and you know they go out and and sure enough they see this thing and and i think on the joe rogan podcast the the biggest thing that they that they mentioned was that you know they were they were trying to get these on on radar and trying to get heat signatures and Uh um, that there's no source of like a a heat signature you know Uh which is like anytime you produce energy there's you know by some sort of scientific law there's supposed to be a heat trail you know and mm-hmm. they couldn't identify any of that you know or no sonic, sonic booms you know and so yeah they're very curious curious about that yeah, yeah no
1: that, that's that's what it says in here it says no signs of propulsion like you need yeah. anything that we have needs propulsion and i don't know unless it's like a balloon but this thing's not a balloon if it's like breaking the sound barrier without breaking the sound barrier. Uh, it's not a balloon. So yeah. Yeah. They're saying it really like doesn't follow any rules or laws of physics that we know. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yeah, I think that's probably a good backstory. I guess they didn't want to talk about it a lot in 2004 because they didn't want to be called crazy and they wanted to keep their jobs yeah uh and but then i guess the video came out a couple of years ago made front page news for a lot of people mm-hmm. uh and so got a little more exposure then and now they're kind of talking about it especially now that this report's going to come out and they're like well i guess stuff like this is going to come out anyway so mm-hmm. let's see the tic tac here's the q a with the man that recorded the tic tac video let's see what's his name this is chad underwood mm-hmm Chad Underwood was, uh, was with, the, with the Navy, a pilot with the Navy, and recorded the Tic Tac video. All right, Q&A. And I might, I might skip around a bit here. Yeah, that's okay. So the first question, they're like, what did you think of Dave Fraver's appearance on the Joe Rogan experience? Uh, Chad Underwood says, I'm glad Dave went on Joe's show. He nailed every detail. Uh, at the time of the incident, he was essentially my boss, my commanding officer. I was just a pilot in his squadron um are you familiar with how (laughs) aircraft carrier operations work and the interviewer says probably not who's interviewing who is this
0: (laughs) i don't know uh
1: this is by matthew phelan we'll Mm. call him yeah okay so this is matthew i guess okay so he well not we already we already said a lot of this he Mm. explains essentially what was happening that day the tic-tac okay chad underwood says that he coined the term tic-tac uh he he said called it a tic-tac out there in the sky Mm -hmm. he says okay maybe we already i think we already did a lot of this and that he he took the video so he didn't see it yeah one thing he says here let me scroll down see if i can find it yeah and so he talks about how there's no no heat markings from any propulsion system right so it's just it's just like a tic-tac floating around and bouncing around at crazy speeds
0: and when you see you know david fravor kind of talking about this incident i mean it's kind of wild the way that you know he's describing it he sees this thing kind of eye level you know up in the air. And then in a second, it's like 50 feet above the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And I think he said there was also, it might not be mentioned here, but there were also like no like waves coming out from underneath the tick. So, you know, when, you know, when there's a helicopter or something floating above something, there's yeah. Yeah. The waves move, but it was a still, a still wave. And I don't know how he saw that from, you know, I guess if, if you
1: don't need propulsion, I guess you wouldn't
0: bother the things
1: around you like the water.
0: Yes, maybe know. these aliens are very pacifist. They're like, you know, we don't want yeah. to disturb anybody.
1: They're environmentalists. They don't want to disturb the water. That's right. <laughs> uh, so far, we're big fans of the Tic Tac aliens. Are we? Are we fans of the Tic Tac aliens?
0: I think we are. I, you know, we don't even know if they're aliens, but we're. I think I'm. I'm a fan of this guy's story. First of all, he's, you know, commanding officer of, uh, you right. know, of this of this branch, and all of these guys are professionals that are. Using multi-million-dollar equipment, you know that are yeah you know so these aren't your run-of-the-mill. These are the like, best of the best. Yeah, these are the cream of the crop, the crop uh-huh. of the cream, and these cream aren't the just cream. the cream of the cream. And these guys aren't you know, are people in you know your neighborhood just saying, "Hey, I saw a UFO in the woods." These, are not, the these, <laughs> these are, are not your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. These are not your favorite. This is the military. This is the military. Have you seen the sixty Minutes episode? on on this incident no no i haven't yeah so 60 minutes recently did um, a full episode on the stick tech incident wow um i'm starting to feel behind oh that's, that's okay <laughs> i've i think i'm just really ahead I've, that's I'm just, good that's I'm just, that's, just, that's, that's why you're ahead. here
1: that's why you're here and that's why we're doing this because i knew you were the i knew you were the man
0: for the job sure yeah and so i think one of the skepticisms that div favor god was like hey like um you were the only one to see it like you know other people may have recorded it but so there was some skepticism and um in the 60 minutes episode for the first time uh his co-pilot came on the show and like uh-huh. basically confirmed everything that he saw um and the reason that she hadn't um you know came out with it was also because you know ufos it gets a lot of like you know flack people yeah yeah like, people are just
1: gonna call you crazy
0: yeah and so she was definitely in the middle of her you know career and she didn't <laughs> want to put that in jeopardy obviously and so yeah
1: and especially you know uh, again it's too bad the world's like this but if you're a woman in the military and you're a pilot with the navy and you say you saw an alien you know yeah. that's not going to help your career nope not at all but, um but yeah, 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 people people came out and said that the, the Tic Tac exists. And the Navy, I think this was just a couple of years ago, the Navy confirmed that the video was legit. The video was unedited. So if you see the Tic Tac video, the Navy itself, well, again, maybe the Navy is just showing you what the Navy wants you to see. But the Navy yeah. says this video is legit. Yeah. Um, and there was, I think there was one other thing he mentioned here that was weird. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so he, he's saying, hey, here, here are some things skeptics would say. Hmm. Um, the question, he was questioned essentially like, how do you know it wasn't a bird? Now, he said birds normally fly close to the surface of the ground. So for example, you're not going to see birds flying at 5,000 feet. You're going <laughs> to see birds at like 2,000 feet and below down to the surface. That's just how birds normally operate. And they're typically not alone. So you can physically see them in a flock or whatever. You don't see birds at 5,000 or 10,000 or 20,000 feet. It's just not how birds operate. So birds are out of the question. And then he goes on here. And just so that I anticipate your next question, there are weather balloons that people launch but that was not a weather balloon because a balloon, it just ascends and floats from low to high altitude. It doesn't behave erratically. Yeah. And so that's kind of they're saying like, yeah, I guess it's kind of balloon like, but it's zipping around all over the place. Right. Uh, and then, yeah, he says it wasn't to the best of my knowledge a cruise missile or any other kind of test aircraft that we may have not known about just because of the way it was behaving, like I said, very erratic. It would go from like 50 feet off the ground uh mm. which looked like it's just hovering there over the water and no propulsion no heat keeping an airborne
0: or aloft yeah i think the er, the erratic uh-huh. is, that, is that a word i think they kept mentioning that a lot because of, yeah uh, in the that's interview the, that's kind of the
1: wild part that is that's, that's that the is first wild. thing that would tip you off as to this thing not being something
0: we know that's right and i think the Add a little bit more to the to the erratic nature of this thing. I think Dave Fravor was talking about how um you know this tic tac would move from like either side to side without any like you know planes or runners or anything that has speed, there's a gearing up, there's a slow yeah. acceleration. Yeah, but this one just erratically just goes boop 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 it just, just like blip, you know,
1: right? Like it's just it wants to be somewhere else and boom, it's there. And it's there, yeah. Uh, let's see anything else here on the tic-tac. They said, okay. And so this guy said, um, uh, so this Chad Underwood, the, the man that recorded the video, he's, I guess he's, you know, not incredibly high ranking. He's under, uh, what was it? Dave Fravor. We said, yeah, mm-hmm. somebody, uh, he said a lot of times they'll see stuff and they'll be told ahead of times that they're going to see stuff out there. And then they kind of get debriefed on whatever they saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he said it wasn't out of the ordinary For them to see things that they didn't quite Understand And then uh, they're kind of pulled aside Into a room and kind of asked About it and then on their way out They're kind of like yeah that was, that was Something we're working on So that's, that's us And, and thanks, for, thanks for your input And it kind of goes like that a lot of times And he said, he said not this He said nobody, nobody talked about this thing <laughs> Wow I don't know about that. So that's that's kind of freaky. Okay, so that's the that's the tic tac. All right, I'm going to stop us there. That'll be the episode for today. Um, Susup and I did a longer session. I'm splitting it into two episodes. So we'll continue with more of the same next week. More alien talk. I can say that this episode did not come out on June 25th, but the alien document did come out on june 25th you can check that out otherwise um it's good to be back long con season two um, and we'll be back next week with Seuss up again and more alien talk